previously on Dungeons and Drimpus. Wait, don't shoot. He walks over to the wolf. Is this the creature in question? This isn't your culprit. There's talk of madmen throughout these lands. There's a pond in particular that people often mention. No one dares to go near. I just want to get this over and done with so that once we're done, I can leave. You hear a rustling in the trees as you continue down the trail. What grows in my garden? Oh, what? A figure lands on top of the boulder, a hag raven. Don't take my husband! No, it can't be, right? You look into the pond and you see a familiar face from long ago and a familiar little canine. Your brother Richter and your dog Coop. I can't believe it. It's been so long. You look just as I remember you. Anyone know how... Please, can we get him out? How do we How do we get him out? You got something shiny on you. I have a dagger. Rhina holds out the dagger, and you see Richter and Coop disappear from the pond. I don't know how long we'll be stuck like this, but now I can be with you every step of the way. I found my dog. Oh, yes. Well, how about that? <laughs> well, he's all yours. Thank you, but wait. It's Fenton. I thought... Huh. Guess I never was a dog. Look no farther than a man named Quentin! I thought this whole time you were my son. You tricked me. Don't you, don't you ever, ever talk to me again. Oh well, later losers. I'm done here. He gives Rihanna the wolf. Here you go. You can have him. What? Yep. Sventon starts walking away. You better not come back. Sventon doesn't even look back. Quentin climbs into the front of the carriage as dawn breaks. He leans to the left and turns his head so that one eye looks at Yargan in the back. Goodbye, son. Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Quote now at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Yagen, um... Hi. You got a little something... underneath the... <coughs> your, no, your eyes. It was... And, um, I, under the other one, too, it it looks like. Hmm? The other... eye. Oh, what eye? Yeah, Jorgen, you're getting your eye patch all wet. Don't do that. Okay. All right. Cool. Thank, thank you. Thank you. How does that work? I thought your eye was broken. I didn't know it could cry still. Jemaya. What? The 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 tear ducts are intact. I just the stab wound didn't. Um, I, I'm just blamed. Oh, all right. Heartlock is just gonna lean over to Rihanna and say that was a very apt guess earlier. Well, thank 
Thank you. I agree. That would come on. Yeah. Yagin, do you want to like? Look, I'm not upset that you kind of lied. Whatever. But I didn't lie. I just didn't truth. Okay. So like, but whatever. You kind of lied. But it's fine. Like, I'm not. I'm not upset. It's. Do you want to talk about it? Oh, for jeez, guys, I don't know. <laughs> uh, what do you? Uh, what? 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 What do you want to know? You're gonna. You're gonna allow me to say this. You stopped me point blank in my tracks and asked me to dump my entire backstory. <laughs> so now it is your turn. In fact, who got him? Oh, nice. Can we? Okay, can we all just, like, share? Because I don't know... I will. Well, my backstory is standing right next to me. Yeah, and I would just like to say, I was fully... I was really emotional the other day, which is I like, know. So, I let out a lot. I think it's your turn. Yeah, I mean, I happen to be a little sad. If you want me to share first and that makes you feel better, I could do that for you, Yargan. Even though I got my doggy back here and I'm overjoyed to see it, you know, Sventon and all... Even though he lied to us constantly and almost made me forget about my little dog here and was an insufferable douchebag, I still felt the connection to him as my own, my own child, my own son. So seeing him go and walk off like that, the insufferable douche that he is, I feel a little heavy at heart right now. Then why did you send him away? Because he lied to us. Heat of the moment. I don't blame Fenton for leaving. He has really no reason to stay. You know what I mean? He left anyway. He did that all the time. I don't know. It just it, it bummed me out a little bit seeing you treat your son. Yeah, like it bummed me out too. Yeah. Well, at least he wasn't your real son, I guess. But in a way, maybe he is my real son. You two are way more alike than you think. Uh, no offense, but like... Nah, Sventon's a douche. I'm nothing like him. Well, maybe not the douche part, but, um, you know, uh, other parts. I'm gonna look at... <laughs> Yagen and Hartlock be like, right, wanna back me up here? No? Uh, what parts have you seen? No, not like that. You know what? <laughs> well, according to Yargen, we both have the finest ass in all the land, so all right, I guess all that's right. a no, similarity. No, no. Yagen, please, it is your turn. We are, this is a safe space. If you want to share, you are more than welcome to. If you don't, I can't force you. Yargen suddenly does like an awkward 12 year old round smile. And just kind of stares at you <laughs> awkwardly and goes, what, what What? do you want to know? Well, you can start by telling us your actual relationship with those two lovely people who just happened cool, to... Cool, cool, um, cool. Um, so, those people <laughs> were my parents. Parents, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, and... Yargen like walks away like and paces frantically and then comes back and he goes and um my real name is uh Ronald Silversmith there it is yeah uh <laughs> Yargen your voice sounds funny again Jeremiah. yeah I know I know I know um that this is yep that's my voice do you need a cough drop? I could go get one from inside. No, you, you know what? It's fine. It's fine. Don't, yeah. Oh. We're good. And like they said, I left. And now I'm here in search of some skills. What kind of skills? Like bluff and disabled device? Those kind of skills? No, something a little more... <laughs> God, I feel so wimpy. Um, 
you get into like the whole adventuring thing, you know? I wanted to find my dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah, after uh, after my brother disappeared and my girlfriend died, I uh, and I got in some trouble with the law. I guess you can call them. Even though it wasn't my fault, but uh, yeah, I had to run, so I ran and have been have been running ever since. I guess. Nice. Okay. Uh, Heartlock chuckles and says. <laughs> Some idiots tried to break out of jail next to me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're all a little green around the gills. Great. Um, Jorgen Rockbottom has been adventuring for decades. Uh, Ronald Silversmith left home uh, roughly less than a year ago. What? Yeah. Um, so... Sorry, I'm not ready to be that guy again. So, anyways, Ronald really wants... Um... <laughs> oh my god, this is so dumb. Okay. Uh, Ronald really wanted to be um, a bard? Hey, that's what I am. Kind of. Like, a, a performer. Like, on a stage. And he wanted to be people he was not. But he grew up in... It, not royalty, but a, a wealthy family, and he had high connections and high expectations of who and what he was supposed to be, and so that wasn't really in the cards for him. And so he decided to become other people and to develop characters and, and actual life experience through adventuring. So he showed up as Jorgen Rockbottom, and signed up to deliver a cure so that he could play other people more convincingly. Well. Well, you're doing a great job. I was going to say, if it means anything, you, you really did well throughout all of that. I believed before. you. How, yeah. How did the silversmiths feel about that? Um, well... <laughs> um, my dad before they left my, my dad said he was um, I, I guess the, the, the boys told him and he, he said he was proud of me but I don't yeah I guess that's the extent uh, of that because um, he kind of uh, left without saying anything so there you go you know what, Jorgen? We're proud of you too. Yeah. Oh, shut up. <laughs> I think uh, I think the time has come, fellas. And I walk over to the side. I pull my pants down. I'm sorry. I've been holding this in for a long, long no, time. No, please, no, please, no. And I take a massive dump on the side of the road. <laughs> And I dig through the, the feces that is being left over. Please stop. And I see a tiny little tooth there. And I bring it over to Yargen. <laughs> it's been a long time, Yargen. <laughs> but I think you're ready to have this back. <laughs> there you go, big fella. Heartlock is just going to seethe and say, 
I was about to tell you all a very poignant story about how if blood were the only thing that makes family, life would be so much easier but less worth living. And then you had to go do that. You literally took a shit all over Hartlock's story. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Hartlock. Wait, let me just put this tooth back in. in no, nope. Yardigan's good. Yardigan's good. Go. Yardigan's good. He does not want the tooth back anymore. You he don't want the tooth back? It. Nope. Nope. I hit zero health over this tooth. You sure? I and I wanted it back when it was still pristine. I'm good. Well, all right. My daddy paid a lot of money for that tooth. Is all I'm saying. Um, I'll I'll figure it out. I, I'll do some more jobs. I'll buy myself a new one. <laughs> All right, I'll just put it in my pocket for safekeeping in case you change your mind. Anyways, are you all done interrogating me, or...? Well, since we know the truth, you could take that eye patch off now, right? Okay. I could. All right, you don't have to. I was just wondering. I didn't know if it was uncomfortable or whatnot. Listen, Ronald doesn't need the eye patch. But Yargon is missing an eye. Uh-uh. Ah, you're playing the character. I understand. <laughs> there we go, Jeremiah. Yeah. See? That's okay. very good. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're learning something. Uh, Jargon is at 42. Ronald <laughs> is 19. And Ronald goes inside the house to take a nap. What does Jargon do, though? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, I can follow. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> uh, oh. Ryan, you hear him like muffled from hey, your right. pocket where you right. keep your dagger. Oh, you hear me? I'm gonna pull out right. my dagger then. Right, you don't look too good, girl. Maybe you should. Um, what? What are you trying to say? Really? That's I haven't seen you in how long, and that's what you're gonna tell me? Really? No, not like that. Sis. It's that you're you're all beat up. I think maybe you know I don't know what's going on, but I think maybe we should rest and uh, you know catch up, see what's uh, what what you've been up to. Yeah, well I can't catch up if I'm resting, can I? No, but I get it. Like I get it. Fine. Yeah. Um. He actually has a good point. I think we should all follow with um, Yagen and rest up. Jeslin's like, okay, yeah, we, we should get us going as soon as possible, but I guess we can rest for a few hours. Wow, Jeslin, you really had no feelings on all the rest of that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just teasing. I'm just teasing. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's, it's fine. Ah, oh, shit. And, and, and uh, uh, Hartlock suddenly looks like he'll be sleeping in the doghouse today. <laughs> First time I think I've heard him say shit. Yeah. <laughs> Did someone say shit? I got plenty. No. Okay, I'm going inside. Um, I, I, I'm going to go rest up, I guess. You know, Hartlock, the doghouse ain't so bad. From what I've heard, it's very comfy. Well, I'm certainly not following a 19-year-old back to his room. Well, no, don't do that. <laughs> oh, wow. When you really put all that in perspective, things are really weird, aren't they? Yeah. Uh... Tumbleweed and I are going to trot on inside and find a place to sleep. So Jezeline takes the boys inside to let them rest. As Rayana goes inside, the wolf follows at her feet. And as Jeremiah goes inside, Tumbleweed follows him. And you all rest up for a couple hours while Rayana chats with her brother through the reflection in the dagger. And they catch up on uh, what they've been up to. A few hours later... You're all rested, full HP. Yay. And it's early morning. Jislan yells like throughout the house, like, we ready to go? I 
Five more minutes, Mom, please. Tumbleweed starts licking Jeremiah. <laughs> all right, all right, I'm up, I'm up. All right, I pack my little baggie and I got my tumbleweed. I'm ready to go. So you head to the backyard once again. Couldn't even make breakfast. Just have to go. All right. Hey, this could be our last moment together in peace and quiet. I know. Final homestead here. Like, come on. Right. Do you just want to have like a nice big group kiss or? Nope. Never mind. Little and communal Rana's gonna walk. Rana's going to start walking. Rana, Rana goes. Heartlock has been doing sun salutations already, so he's raring to go. So you enter the stable, and you find four fit, able-bodied horses. And each horse has a saddle big enough for two. You see that there is a small sack tied to each saddle. And on a table off to the side, you see a pair of dwarven boots with a piece of paper with a heart drawn on it. Oh. I go look at them. You inspect the boots and you see that these are not just any boots. First for the stats, they raise your AC by one and they have secret compartments. You press a button and the panels on the heels and toes retract to reveal the boots have tap dancing capabilities. You press another button and the compartment on the side opens up and the compartment is big enough to store like one small item such as a knife. And uh, tap dancing gives you plus three on performance checks. Guys! Aww. (laughs) I got new boots. Yeah. You're sweating from your eyes again. I'm sorry. You know what boots are made for, Jorgen? What? Walking. Put those bad boys on. Go on. I will. I thought you were going to say tapping, and that would have been so funny. (laughs) Aw. Well, I said walking. That was funny, too. (laughs) Oh, Jorgen, listen. I know you don't want the tooth, and that offer's still on the table, but tell you what, when we're done with this whole adventuring thing, why don't you come back with me down the road? We got a nice stage there that I used to perform on. Why don't you give a little show for the entire town? And I'll tell you what, in addition to your tap shoes, I'll go ahead and gift you my harmonica here. I think you'll make better use of it than I will. Seriously? Yeah, it'll be fun. And you all could come, too. We'll all take a journey down the road and watch Yorgan make a little performance. Oh, Jeremiah, and he gives you a sentimental slap on the tuchus. Oh, that felt decently okay. Thank you. You can you can hold on to the harmonica for now, but thank you. You're welcome. Well, we've got a show to do, so let's go save the world first, and then go. We'll, we'll go tap. Sound good? All right. He does a time step before he hops on the horse. <laughs> Jeremiah gets on a black horse with Tumbleweed. Jago and Limu get on one horse. Hartlock gets on a horse, and Jezeline gets on the same horse with him. That leaves us with... There's only one horse left? <laughs> Hop up, lass. <laughs> I hate you, God. I'll get on this stinking horse. That's right. And the wolf, like, jumps into your lap. So you get on the horse. Brilliant. Hold on just like you did with the sharks. All right, just go. I'm not, we're not, this is... <laughs> you say just go, and before you even finish the sentence, Yarkin goes, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> All right, my turn, my turn. Go, Zora! Yeah! No. <laughs> <laughs> Jago takes the reins, and with his brother, they, they leave the stable as well. Look at you, lads! And then Jezeline wraps her arms around Hartlock, 
as he rides out of the stable. Silver hair blowing in the wind. (laughs) (laughs) Also a little bit in Jezlon's face. (laughs) (laughs) It's like a little bit like the covers of those like shitty romance novels. Like also his like bare chest is like somehow exposed. (laughs) Everyone saddles up and you burst out the stable doors as you collectively ride towards High Claw at full gallop. So you ride until about late afternoon. However, it's one of those days when the sky is kind of gray and it it doesn't look like it's going to rain, but you can't pinpoint where the sun is either. It's one of those days. Off to the left, Hartlock, you see your old monastery at the edge of a tall cliff, all boarded up and abandoned. Your surroundings start to look a little familiar, and you all realize you have come to the outer part of the kingdom, the homes outside of Highclaw's walls. Would it serve us to go check out the monastery? Uh, what do you mean? What could possibly be there? Maybe some poison? I would like to make a quick stop if possible, but if, if we can't, that's completely fine. Jorgen immediately steers his horse off to the side toward the monastery. I mean, since Jorgen insists, I think we all have to do that. Chago goes, Limu, look, we're almost home. Limu goes, we're coming, mama. Uh, Jorgen's going to turn back around and he's go, Hotlock, make the stop. I, I just, I need to see the boys home. I need to make sure they make it home safe. Absolutely. Okay. And Jorgen's going to uh, head off with the boys. Ugh. I mean, I, I trust Harlock and all, but the, in case there's baddies over there, should I go? Might be a good idea. All right, Harlock. Time for a little buddy cop journey over that way. Let's go. I wait for no one, and neither does justice. Please hurry. Oh, okay. All right, we're going. We're going. <laughs> <laughs> Those following Jago and Limu, Jago leads your pack to a little house down the road. The two excitedly leap off their horse and run to the front door and knock. A cat boy opens the door, who looks older than Limu, but younger than Jago. And Jago goes, we did it, <laughs> and hugs the boy at the door, and Limu hugs him too, as they all breathe a sigh of relief. <sighs> and then the boy at the door looks up to see the rest of the group, well, sees Yargin and Rayana. Who's this? And Jago goes, these are our friends. They made the delivery with us. And Limu runs and pulls Yargin off his horse <laughs> and drags him to the front door. Kavo, this is Yargin. He's going to give us money to help Mama. Jorgen Rockbottom, pleasure to meet you. The boy looks at Jorgen, and then you hear from inside the house, Boys, are you back home from your fishing trip? And Lima goes, Jorgen, wait here. I'll be right back. Okay. And he runs inside, and Jaga goes, Okay, hold on, Limu. And he runs after him. And then Kavo continues to look at Jorgen. Hello there. Kavo spits on Jorgen. <laughs> Okay. Rihanna's gonna jump off the horse and she's gonna get ready for whatever is about to happen. I don't know what's going on, but... Jorgen very slowly wipes the spit off his face with just, like, one dead eye staring at Kavo and says, Have I done anything to offend you a lot? You may have my brothers fooled, but I saw you. (laughs) I know what happened. Where? You nearly killed Mama, you reckless... (laughs) What? You're the one who trampled her in the street. No, that's not... You flash back, and suddenly, you remember how you got to Highclaw. Riding into town, drunk on a stolen horse from a tavern not too far away. The wind in your hair, the sun in your face, 
and the scream of a poor woman being crushed beneath your horse's hooves. The scream startles you and the horse as it bucks you off into a pile of nearby barrels. You drunkenly stumble away, unaware of the townsfolk rushing over to aid the severely injured woman. Flash forward. Just give us some money and get out of here. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I, I didn't know I... And Jargon tosses him the bag with all of his gold. Give them all my best. And he hops on the horse. Ryan, let's go. I get on the other horse that the boys were on, and I follow. He rides back to the monastery. So as you get to the monastery, you see Harlock and Jeremiah looking around, and they see, yeah, the monastery's all boarded up. Don't mind me, I, I won't be long. He's gonna just do a series of, like, anime jumps to, like, head toward his little room slash monk apartment. He starts climbing the edges of the side of the monastery immediately, like, you see... A lot of, like, spores everywhere, and there's a foul smell, and it's dark and dank, and, uh, you see your old room abandoned. Is there a race car bed in the middle? There is not even a mat on the floor. Hartlock is happy to sleep on, like, flat stone, but, um, Hartlock basically just does, like, a judo chop through a board and pushes the board away and climbs into his room, and he goes, like, sorting through a small chest in the corner, and when he finally gets to the bottom of the chest, he goes, thank goodness it's still here. He pulls out something from the chest, and it's this really kind of almost fungal-looking plant that kind of writhes in his hand as if it's still alive, even though it's been sitting at the bottom of a chest all this time. He clutches it in his palm, and then he kisses his fist, and then he tucks it away in a pocket. And then he kind of just climbs back out. (sighs) All right. Nothing else left in there but memories and the bodies of my dead friends, but we don't need to get too long into that. But most importantly, memories. That's the important part. Right. Did you find what you needed, Locke? I think I did. A dark shadow crosses over his face even in the morning light. (laughs) (laughs) Just lying just like, are you gonna make the, the poison? Oh, okay. Well, since we're since we are all apparently tuned into my motives as well as you are, yes, yes, I am. I, I can do it right now if you want. Go for it. Are we on board with this plan? Is this a good idea? Hartlock fulfilled his promise to me, and I am now at his service. Yeah. Are we sure this might not backfire on all of us? You know, time out really quick. I would just like to. Can we just reiterate what it is that we are doing? Yeah. Just so we're all on the same page, you know? Jezzeline looks at you says one word. Regicide. That's a strong word. Hartlock looks as if he has, like, immediately come in his pants. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't necessarily know if there's anything that nefarious going on with this town, right? We know about the other one. I know they sent a bird over, but... Jeremiah, let me ask you this. Are you still itching for that cure? Uh, at the moment, my stats are beautifully fine, so no. Did you enjoy craving the cure? Not necessarily. I enjoyed the cure when I had it, but I didn't enjoy craving it, no. Did you find it at all peculiar that it was distributed the way that it was, with no recipe, no mention of its side effects? 
Well, yeah, maybe a little. So here is my understanding of justice. Number one, we get answers. We won't do anything until then. Okay, I'm on board with that. And if those answers are insufficient... Then we murder. We execute justice. Or, as Jessaline put it so poetically, regicide. Okay, let's go get our answers. We don't know for sure yet if anything naughty's going on. Most likely, yes, but let's just hear them out first. Jeremiah, have you lost everyone you have ever known? And everyone... And then his eye darts around quickly and he says, and and almost everyone you have ever loved to this horrible plague. Not not to the plague, no. I, I've lost my dog for a little while. That was heartbreaking, but... He, he snaps and he says, well, then let me tell you a little something about justice. It is meted out by those with the will and conviction to do it. So if Heart you lock- cannot do that, Jeremiah... Let me just take care of it as someone who can. Guess what, Harlock? I know you lost everyone. I feel really bad for you. I really do. That sucks. It does. But you going back and killing all the people that killed your friends, that's not going to make you feel any better. Maybe for a moment, but you're going to feel just as empty inside afterwards as you are now. That's all I'm saying. I used to feel empty until I found purpose again, and I will see it fulfilled. All right. If that's the path you chose... Then fair enough. Will that be all? And then he stands up so tall and firm with his like fists clenched like like you have never seen him before. This entire time he's been this like kind of wispy monk, and now he stands like absolutely singular. We're gonna hear him out first. That's all I ask. We will get answers. That does not necessarily have to mean we have to hear anyone out. Let's cross that bridge when we get there. Jezeline goes, I think you better make that poison now. Fine. He nods, and then he does a few more anime hops to an apothecary (laughs) deep inside the monastery, uh, and he starts making the poison. Harlock extracts until finally he is left with one very small dose of the Harlock poison, just enough for one-time use, and he puts it into a vial. That is all I need. And he hops back out. He just nods to the group as he gets on the horse. Right, crew? Let's see how this goes. And Jorgen hops on the horse. I don't know about this, but let's go. As you enter the walls of Highclaw, you see Highclaw no longer appears run down. The shops have opened up once again, and the people look healthy and happy, and it's almost as if there never was a plague. Uh, Hortlock, do you think we might have jumped the garden just a bit maybe a bit huh reopening during a pandemic far before it is safe to do so is a classic move from dictators i agree true i can't argue with that but compare high claw before and high claw now it seems some people have been cured no but if it's the same cure that we have then are they really cured can we and Jorgen uh, stops and asks someone on the road, basically from his horse. He just goes, "Excuse me, sir, ma'am, oh. person, excuse me." Yeah. Yes. <clears throat> May I inquire when did you last uh, drink of the cure for the Meyer plague? Oh, well, I, I personally, I never had the cure. Uh, I never had. Sorry, I never had the plague. Um, but they were giving them about a week ago uh, out to the uh, to the people, and yeah, it looks like everything's all cleared up. I'm with um, the medical advisors, and I'm just curious, um, you or, or anyone in your family, anyone you know, any uh, side effects? Not that I'm aware of, no. None. 
No um, itching, cravings, weakness, anything like that. No. Why is there something wrong with the cure? Should we? No, no. It's um, it, they're general precautions that we like to take, uh, just to be absolutely certain that everything is going smoothly. Oh, of course. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, no, things have been really good now. Everyone's opened back up. It's it's been really nice. It's been so long. Oh, thank you so much, mom. You have an excellent day. You too. And she walks on with her day. Okay. I think they sent a phony cure to Longreach. Well, we'll find out. We'll find out. But something's not right. If they had no cravings whatsoever, I agree. I think something's off. But if they're all fine, it can't be a phony cure. They could have manufactured something entirely different to send to Longreach to make any other kingdom absolutely dependent on Highclaw. We also only asked one person who didn't even have it. Well, do we want to spend the day gathering a larger sample size, or should we move on with the plan? Oh, obviously we're going to move on with the plan, Jargon. Jesus. Well, back while I was studying statistics down the road, I, I always learned what? to gather a large sample size. I thought size, you didn't know what math was. Oh, I don't. I know what statistics is, though. Jeremiah, you know, another thing I learned about statistics is that statistically it is extremely unhygienic and almost much like the plague, to take a shit on the side of the road and not even wash your hands and to offer up a tooth from inside it. Oh, no. While we're on the subject of statistics. Don't worry, Harlock. I spit on my hands. I gave it a good washing. And this is how the Meyer Plague happened. And he kind of just, like, clenches his fist and walks ahead. Well, I don't have any gold left, but if anyone wants to buy anything before our, uh, Moment, now's the team. Uh, is there a potion seller anywhere? There is. I want to go there immediately. You head to the alchemist, the town alchemist shop. What you got, friendo? Uh, well, all we have right now is um, health potions for sale. It's very popular right now because of the recent events, so uh, we have health potions for sale. How many can I get with 114 gold? Ooh. I'm very sorry, sir. The cheapest we have is 200 gold. Are you kidding me, sir? I am not. Why is it so expensive? <laughs> it's... <laughs> no, wh- why are you laughing? What? <laughs> well, it only cures any wound ever. For, like, ever. So, you know, unless you get scratched again. I don't believe you. As she says, I don't believe you, Yargan puts his hand through the hole in Rihanna's abdomen from from the injury earlier. Oh my God. Please don't do that. <laughs> I would really like it if you did anything other than that. It's not aggressive at all. It's like a little kid like poking something. He just kind of softly puts his finger. It still hurts. Like Yeah, of course it hurts. Um, There's a hole in my... <laughs> I'm gonna swat your hand away. Stop it. You swat it away, and then Yargan goes to poke through Jeremiah's hole in his abdomen. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for specifying where the hole is. Yeah, you're welcome. So, excuse me, Mr. Alchemist, on a scale of 1 to 37, how much health would you say this thing heals up here? Well, I would say 4d4 plus 4. That's very specific of you. Thank you kindly. Hmm. How about I bargain with you? We're in a bit of a pickle. We're heroes. I don't know if you're aware of this. We're here to cure the mire plague, and um, I'll take one of these bad boys off your hand for maybe a hundred gold. Uh, that's good, but you do realize that everyone is cured of the mire plague now. But 
I'll slow your roll there, Pally. I don't know if that's a 100% surefire thing. We're about to go find that out. Just for insurance. If for insurance purely, I will take one of these bad boys off your hands for 100 gold. Nine. And I'll throw in a tooth. Where did you get that? Oh, don't worry about it. But I got it. <laughs> I don't like the smell of the tooth. Jorgen smiles at him a big toothy smile. Uh, <laughs> oh wait, can I can I roll to bluff what the tooth is? Sure. Eighteen, sir. What I have here is a magic tooth from down the road. You've never even been there before. You plant this in your backyard. A giant big old beanstalk's gonna grow to riches in the sky beyond your wildest dreams. Way up there in the clouds. How and why don't you just do that to get me the money for to buy I'm potion? a hero, sir. Yargan's gonna roll an intimidate to back up Jeremiah and support the bluff. Go ahead. That's a twenty-four. He puts both his little dwarf hands on the table and raises himself up and a shadow comes over his face and he says are you questioning the boss? Okay, I don't like I don't like how that tooth smells. I don't like how you smell. I don't like how you smell. That's just the magic on the tooth. It's that stinky, funky magic. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. A hundred gold, throw in the tooth. You can have the health potion. All right, here you go, sir. It was a pleasure doing business with you. Smart move, buddy. And he argue walks out of the shop. I walk out, too, with my health potion and my 14 gold. Jeremiah, that was so much fun. That was a lot of fun. I could see why you like pretending to be other people. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Ooh, can we tap dance at the next one? <laughs> sure. Uh, okay, anyone else need any other pit stops for anyone? Nope. Okay. To the palace. Let's go. You come to the entrance of the palace. The palace is surrounded by a moat, and the moat is surrounded by wooden pikes that jut out at an angle, and you are currently in front of a drawbridge that has been lowered, uh, but there are two guards in the way, and one speaks. State your business. We come with news for the king of Hayclaw. The king isn't seeing visitors today. It's regarding his arrangement with Longreach. Time sensitive. He looks at the other guard. And what is your name? <laughs> Ronald Silversmith. The Silversmith. Right this way, sir. Sorry to keep you waiting. And uh, (laughs) they they motion their hands uh, for you to cross the bridge. Thank you. And he does so. Uh, I'm following. I'm going to follow. If you can imagine, Hartlock also followed. (laughs) (laughs) So you walk across the bridge, you dismount your horses, and you enter Highclaw's royal palace. You walk up to the steps... You see the king, you see the guards around, and all of a sudden, all the spears point at all of you. It's him! It's the assassin! What? Chill. Chill out. Chill out. The king stands up from his throne. Chill out. Hardlock Warren. To think all that time spent hunting you down, only for you to bring yourself right back at my feet. What brings you here? What can I say? I've been caught. They're here for their bounty. Was Benedictus not enough for you? Hartlock smiles wryly. He was more than enough. We've come to turn in the traitor and gather our reward. Very well. And Jorgen is going to get behind Hartlock and kind of push him forward. And I want to see if we can pull off a sleight of hand for the poison. 19. You do have no one notices. As two guards come to seize Hartlock. 
they start taking him away. Now, you see, that traitor caused us a lot of trouble on our mission. Indeed. So I'd like to be there when you execute him. Very well. Now, your highness, may I inquire as to the state of your relations with Longreach? Hmm. Yes, well, first I wanted to congratulate you on a job well done. I heard that you had a bit of a rough patch, but you persisted and completed your mission. Aye. Was well done. As for Longreach, we've heard that they have received the shipment. Did you? Indeed. Would you say you have amicable relations at the moment? But of course. We came to their aid in their time of need. And how has distribution of the cure gone around here? Well, as you can see quite well... And we have you to thank for bringing Longreach the same effect. Mm-hmm. And the cravings? Cravings? The madness? Madness. Yeah, I got some mad shakes when I drank that cure over in Longreach, so a lot of these folks don't seem to be having the same side effects. I see. I think, uh, you all better come along with your friend Hartlock. <laughs> uh, why? <laughs> Formality. Jorgen puts his hand on his whip. Two guards put the bars to lock the palace front doors. Real quick, what do I see around the room? So around the room, you see the throne room, and there are six guards. There is a commander at a balcony that you can't really get to. Oh, where's the asshole with the staff? Yeah, he's on the right. He's the right-hand man of the king, so he's on the, the right. right side <laughs> yeah, of the king. So are, are these the perfect acoustics for, say, tap dancing? They are. Two of the guards have Heartlock, and they have him like in the kind of the back of the palace because they turned around listening to this conversation. They've stopped uh, walking. Yargan turns to look at Heartlock. Heartlock just gives the slightest nod to Yargan, basically to say it's going down. And Yargan goes, "Well, I never go anywhere without some flair," and he, he swings his arms out. And because it's half dancing around the steps in an attempt to distract everyone long enough for Hartlock to free himself. Uh, Hartlock would like to take that opportunity to use the hide action. Escape artist? I have to escape first, yeah. <laughs> Yargi, you're going to have to roll for that. Uh... I just rolled a natural 20 plus my 11. That's 31 on tap dance. I hate you. Wow, he was born to tap. The room is frozen still as they watch... <laughs> Lightning feet go around the room, <laughs> echoing the tap dance of, of miracles from Yargan. 26 on Escape Artist. <laughs> Harlock quickly anchors his arms, brings the elbows to his sides, and then turns his wrists out to break the grips of the two guards that are holding him down. Okay, Harlock makes a beeline to the king and raises his hand to Yargan. And Yargan immediately tosses him the poison. Excellent. Yargan does a Michael Jackson twirl. And as he extends his hand, the vial of the Harlock poison flies out of his hand. Harlock catches it on his way towards the king. The king turns to Hartlock and sees him coming at him. And now roll for initiative. (laughs) 
Sixteen. Twenty-two. Seventeen. Nine. Hartlock catches the vial in his hands, deftly thrown by Jargon, and then continues his sprint straight up to the king. He just, like, twists and uncorks the stopper, and this, like, silvery vapor, like, the same color as his hair, essentially, like, wafts out of it, and he wants to just shove it up the king's nostril. Ooh. <laughs> I'm not exaggerating. Twenty-three. No, 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 no. Just 19. I was looking at Dex. So Harlock goes to shove the vapor into the king's nostril, and then a paw slaps it out of his hand. Were it so easy? <laughs> and uh, with his other hand, he extends his uh, his claws, and uh, yeah, he goes to scratch at Harlock. But Harlock dodges out of that claw as it comes down at him. By any means necessary. For the six guards, I'm just going to give you the colors, because they're all cat folk. So this is their color fur. There's a black fur guard, a brown fur guard, a white fur guard, a gray fur guard, an orange furred guard, Ooh. and a yellow furred guard. So the brown guard uh, raises his spear and he starts charging at Hartlock. As Hartlock dodges the king's blow, a spear goes into his back. And that does three points of damage on Hartlock. All right, I'm going to pull out my whip use it for the first time. I'm going to aim for the poison to try to grab it and bring it towards me. Roll, I guess, dexterity. 19. <laughs> you perfectly whip and return with the vial in your hand yes. in your possession. Up next is the white furred guard. He goes after Jeremiah, seeing him go after the vial. He steps downward with his spear for some reason, trying to attack Jeremiah, and he spins out of the way. Next, we have the black fur guard he too will try to go after jeremiah oh, damn it <laughs> and jeremiah kind of like whips to keep him back bad kitty and then the yellow furred guard charges at rihanna and rihanna also ducks out of the way of his spear Jurgen takes a deep breath and he remembers his best buddy daryl and the state that his kingdom was in and suddenly you see his tap dancing gets a little more fury more filled with rage as he activates his barbarian rage puts one hand on the whip and as he twirls around wants to come around with it and whip at the king's paw that just swiped at hardlock oh i mean that's gotta hit it's a 19 and then that becomes a <laughs> roll for damage five yargan uh <laughs> while tap dancing instead of like a like a dancing ribbon uh, a flaming chain whip appears as he continues to spin and spin and spin and uh, he whips at the the king's paw and a spark comes out at the very tip singeing the the king's hand as he roars like a lion and uh, does five points of damage to the king and the king's right hand man comes to his aid and charges at Yargan. Yargan continues to spin in his flare. He accidentally spins himself onto the spear of the aiding right-hand man guard. And that impales him for five points of damage. Uh, do not pester me with your incessant stabbing! Harlock is just going to smile menacingly in Tiberius and say, Do you want to know? what he said in his last words and uh, unleash a flurry of blows on him. 17 and a dirty 20. Roll for both. Okay. Four and three. Harlock says his disrespectful quip and he unleashes a double flurry of blows as he beats the king down, punches, kicks the whole enchilada. And the king is throwing his hands up, attempting to uh, block the blows, but it is no use. 
Our luck is too fast. Now the king retaliates. He pounces onto Hartlock as he roars and then beats into Hartlock's face with his claws. And that does eight points of damage as the king roars out. I take it you don't want to know then. I am the sound of justice. The brown furred guard goes to attack Yargan, and this time a spear comes down onto your toe. You're still standing, but like he's trying to keep you from moving away, and that does five points of damage. I'm gonna try shooting at the brown cat again. 17. Roll for damage. Five! The brown cat is keeping Yargan pinned, has the spear in Yargan's foot. And then Rihanna quickly releases another arrow and that flies into the side of this guard. He stumbles back, uh, releasing Yargan from the, his pin with the spear. Oh, thank you, Lars. Anytime. I'm going to play heroism, my little ditty here. Plus two on attack, saving throws, and skills for everybody. Yargan taps along. The end. As uh, Jeremiah continues to play the ditty, the white fur guard goes and uh, tries to stab at Jeremiah, and he he jumps onto his spear and continues to play his song. The black fur guard goes trying to stab at him as well, and uh, Jeremiah spins and ducks out of the way as he continues to play his mighty song. The yellow guard goes and tries to dogpile on Jeremiah, and he ducks down as the guard pounces over him, and he plays, he plays. And Jorgen, to the beat of the tune that Jeremiah is playing, begins whipping at the king like a bad kitty. 21. Roll for damage. 8. Jorgen sees the king pounced on top of Hartlock and pounding into him. Jorgen goes, Bad catty! Bad He whips at the king, and the king is distracted by these hits as he does eight points of damage, and Hartlock, taking advantage of him wincing in pain, pushes him off so that Hartlock can stand back up. He is really getting into a rhythm with this bloodlust and unleashes another flurry of blows with his knees and elbows. 18 and a 17. Roll for both. Four and five. The king, after getting pushed off, the Hartlock recovers to his feet, and now gets more aggressive, forgets the whole fists and feet thing. Now it's elbows and knees. He puts one hand behind the neck of King Tiberius and with his elbow starts ramming it repeatedly into his nose. And then he puts him in an A-frame and starts kneeing him in the stomach repeatedly for nine points of damage. You see Jezline is actually in an intense fight with the guard in the balcony above. She and him are continuing to duke it out. And the king is helpless as you continue to pound on him. However, the brown furred guard is coming to his rescue. This one, he slashes his spear horizontally, cutting across your arm. And that does five points of damage. Rana wants to shoot at the brown kitty again. 18. Roll for damage. Five. Rihanna sees the guard going after Hartlock. She takes aim, squints her eyes, focuses, and an arrow flies into the back of the guard's head. His his eyes roll up as he falls to the ground dead. Bad kitty. As usual, righteous lass. Thank you. 
and Yarkin dabs. <laughs> no. <laughs> Suddenly, all the guards that were attacking Jeremiah begin to close in on him, and as they get closer and closer, they corner him against a wall. And then Jeremiah quickly whips out his harmonica and blows. And his harmonica goes off like a flashbang as his harmonica casts a blinding light spell. Yargan, it's your turn. He likes his winning strategy, and he's going to keep whipping at that king. That's a 30. Yeah, roll for damage. Four. He whips one time, and he knocks the crown off the king. And then he whips again, and it burns like the throat of the king. And that does four points of damage as he roars. The yellow-furred guard doesn't like what you're up to and drives a spear into Yargan's whipping shoulder. Or six points of damage. Damn it! Harlock watches the crown get knocked off his head and cackles going, <laughs> You will die many deaths of spirit before I kill you. And then unleashes another flurry of blows. Oh, oh crit. Okay, so crit and 19. Roll for both, baby. I rolled a five on the first die, so double is 10. And then I, uh, I rolled a one on the other. So 11 total. So Harlock is attacking the king with these sweeping and mimicking kind of claw strikes like the king did left and right, left and right. And then he grabs the silver mane of the king, pulls up and then yanks down as he crushes his jaw onto his knee for 11 points of damage. And the king bites his own tongue. It's the worst when the cat gets his own tongue. Brilliant. And the king is unable to recover from that one. Yargan is going to try a, a, a little fancier maneuver, and basically he wants to whip at his neck and get it to wrap around so it stays stuck and continues to burn him. 23. Roll for damage. 3. Yargan power slides <laughs> so that he ends up behind the king that Harlock is beating into. He wraps his chain whip around the king's neck, and the king, he reaches up to, to grab at the chains that are wrapped around his neck, trying to pull it so he can breathe, but he's a uh, gasping for air and fire starts pumping across the chains and starts burning him at the throat as he is suffocating for three points of damage and Yargan yanks him back onto the ground chains still whipped around his neck all right well Hartlock is enjoying this double teaming action how, how does how does he look by the way not good okay so Hartlock calls out to Yargan let's finish this and unleashes another flurry of blows 16 and 18. Roll for both. Five and three. So I imagine at this point, Hartlock has just moved on to straight up just like stomping. Hartlock stomps, breaks the kneecap of the king, breaks another kneecap of the king, breaks the hand of the king as Whoa. he's on the ground. Yargan stops pumping the flame through his chains and you, you grab the chain wrapped around this king neck and you pull him up towards you. So the king is now on the ground looking up at Hartlock as he's looking down on him. And Hartlock like raises his glowing fist with the now red energy pulsating through it. And you look at the king and he's all bloody, his nose bloody. Hartlock says, he begged. He said he was sorry. But you know what? Justice doesn't care. And then it just jams his index and middle fingers like into the eye sockets. Harlock extends his middle and index finger and you see the energy pulsating out of that. And he jams the two fingers into one into each eye as the king roars and roars and he kicks his broken feet and (laughs) waves his arms around defenseless. He roars so loud. 
for so long you see like the breath escaping him and it is his last breath as he falls limp and harlock just kind of throws him to the floor you hear that lad that's the sound of justice it sounds so sweet I don't know, it sounds a lot like revenge to me, but the wordplay is all semantics, right? Commander, look! Suddenly, the guards stop attacking you, and more guards run in, but they run past you out the front door. And through the giant windows of the foyer, you see a volley of fireballs raining down onto Highclaw. The sky now appearing red. What? Malachi. Structures are being completely destroyed left and right. Townsfolk are fleeing in fear. What do you do? Can we run to see where the fire is being flung from? So you go outside, you walk across the drawbridge, and you see, marching towards you in the distance, a horde of pirates. Yes. Behind the pirates, a dozen pirate ships on the water, catapulting fireballs. And who else at the front of the horde but the mad dog himself? Malachi walks towards the palace menacingly. Fifty or so pirates charge towards the palace, killing guards along the way. Malachi walks down the middle as waves of pirates run past him. Roll a spot. Five. Seventeen. Eighteen. Natural twenty. Jeremiah, Ryana, and Hartlock. You see a flame burning from Malachi's hand as he heats up his dagger with the flame. The commander yells, Raise the drawbridge! What do you do? Hartlock turns to the rest of the group and says, I have nearly finished my task. I am at your service. Yagen, what do we do? We need to get support of every soldier that we have. We need to get back into this castle. As the, the drawbridge is raising, you quickly leap like over the, the gap across the drawbridge uh, back to the castle side. You make it to the other side of the drawbridge, and as it's being raised, you hear dozens of bolts fly into the bridge as it stands up 90 degrees. World War II shit. You run inside, and a volley of arrows crashes through the front windows. And you hear swords clanging from the outside. You see a stairway behind the throne that goes down. I run down. I do the same. I'm following. All right, I guess. Is Jezline coming? Jezline is coming with you guys. The wolf is with you. Tumbleweed is still with you. TT is with you. As you run down the stairs, you hear the front doors explode behind you. And you run down the stairs and continue down a long hallway lit with torches on the walls. You hear chains rattling not far behind. Oh, no. oh. You come to the end of the tunnel and the path goes left or right. Oh, no. <laughs> Do we see anything down either passageway? No, not from here. All right. I hate to say this, but Jeremiah. Yes? I trust you. Wait. <laughs> Wait, don't leave this decision up to me. Which way should we go? Wait. The Heartlock, what do you think? Always to the left. Uh, Rihanna? Uh, yeah, the left. Uh, Jezeline? <laughs> she grabs Heartlock. Let's go! And she runs to the left. All right, I'm going right. I'm going right. What? Bye. <laughs> what? I go left. I go left. I'm going right. Come on, Tumbleweed. Okay. Everyone else going left? Yeah, because we're not dumbasses. <laughs> okay. Everyone but Jeremiah, they run to the left, and you keep running down the path. <sighs> You hear the chains not far behind, and you come to what looks to be an alchemy lab. Chemicals bubbling in test tubes all throughout the room. At the back end of the room, there's a court doctor from the first episode. (laughs) The court doctor is working over a cauldron, 
And to the left, you see a red portal humming and pulsating. And to the right, you see an obsidian orb with red glowing veins floating six inches above a pedestal. The court doctor turns around and goes, You are not supposed to be here! And you hear the chains getting closer and closer. And he goes to throw a glass beaker at you. But as he does, the chains get louder and louder and... Grumbo leaps from behind you, and you duck out of the way, and Grumbo pounces on the court doctor, and the two of them crash into the pedestal, knocking it down. The orb falls to the ground and shatters. The portal slowly begins closing. At the same time, the beaker flies out of the doctor's hands and crashes into a wall, and a green gas begins to fill the room. I jump into the portal. Remember when I said my justice is nearly complete? And is going to try to kill the doctor. Oh, shit. 16 and 8. A roll for the 16. 6. Portal's still closing. Hardlock pushes Grumbo aside and then picks up the court doctor by the collar and starts pounding his face. Slams his head on the table. I'm gonna knock all this shit over. <laughs> Rihanna, what are you doing? There's not enough time. <sighs> Damn it. Heartlock is gonna look at Jezeline and say, Jezeline, go! And toss her the file of Heartlock. Jezeline, like, puts her hands on his shoulder, like, let's go, let's go, come on. And yeah, Heartlock yells, Jezeline, just go! And he pushes her back super violently, and she's kind of like, feelings are hurt, and she caught off guard and surprised as she stumbles into the portal, falls through backwards. I jump in the portal. You and the wolf run to the portal. As you dive through, you hear, Come back, you cowardly cur! And then, you see a flash of red. And then silence. Hardlock, the horde of pirates, storms through. And... No. You are torn to bits. (laughs) As, uh, 50, hundreds... Thousands of pirates storm through the castle. Get this fool off of me. And uh, they get you off of him, but then they also start stabbing into the court doctor as well and killing him. And Grumbo scurries away. You are just impaled against the table with like 12 knives in Heartlock. He's lying down on the table. With a smile on his face, though. With a smile on his face. Jeremiah runs down the hall. He's going for the doors, but they're locked. They're locked. He sees that these are the cell doors and they're all locked. And he grabs Tumbleweed and he holds him close. He's like, this is it, boy. Okay. You hear like the rebel yell of the pirates. As they run down the hall towards you, Malachi's beasts out of the Bible, just they're pirates, but they're shooting flames out of their hands. Some of them are enlarged. Some are shooting lightning and ice out of their fingertips. And this whole entire horde closes in on Jeremiah. And you can guess the rest.
And now an advertisement from His Royal Highness, King Tiberius. Clara Jean Kelly, Queso Loco, November Scar, Jerry Benetados, Terence Knox. Your patronage is very much appreciated. Support the show by going to whimsicproductions.com or checking the link in the description or the show notes. And don't you dare forget to tweet using hashtag Drimpus to get a free sticker. Stay tuned for the grand finale of Dungeons and Drimpus's production of Deliverance. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Contact Day is in but a few short months, which means it is time to begin preparations for the Bi-Decennial Festival. This year, we are celebrating every single one of you living in my beloved Windfall It is not our business to question the Queen's will. It is not our business to do anything but follow it. It is you and your loyalty that has laid the groundwork for this incredible utopian society that we seek for. Do you have any idea what's going on with us? It is the duty of each and every one of you to do everything you can to make the festival a success this year. Are you ready to speak kindly with me now, child? I have no doubt that this year will be one for the history books, and that will be due in no small part to the dedication of my adoring self. Windfall, a dystopian science fiction podcast from Rogue Dialogue.